0: Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Oh, somebody says, Let's say this together. Our Father, in the name of your Son Jesus, receive revelation, receive insight, receive clarity, accuracy, and precision in your word tonight. We say there is illumination. Your name alone is glorified, and we are edified. Amen. You know, sound like you mean it. All right, fresh starts. Yeah, Genesis 1. I call this a fresh start. Genesis 1. Alright, so he says in the beginning God created heaven and earth and it now says the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said let there be light. Hallelujah. He says let there be light. Now look at something. We say, now, the Bible is a book of comebacks. Comebacks. It opened, the Bible started in a way for us to understand something. And that's if you are paying close attention to the scriptures, you will see that it's like a comeback from chaos, come back to order. Look at it. In in Genesis Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Uh, in, In our mindset, the best way for us to understand this is that, oh, everything was perfect, right? Everything was good. Got, uh, then verse 2, ah, it says, the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. Then it just started moving. But look at something. So it's not only introducing, it, so the Bible introduces us to a recreation story. Not just a creation story now, a recreation Genesis 1-1, we saw a creation. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. Verse 2, there was a chaos. Right? Are you seeing it? Verse 2, there was a chaos. There was a confusion. There was a problem. Then verse 3, sh- and this is to show you a pattern of how to begin things again. So I can actually call this teaching how to begin again or a fresh start, whatever way you want to call it. So in verse 3, He says, and let there be light. And God said, let there be light. Hallelujah. So look at something. Verse 1, a creation story. Verse 2, chaos, problem. Verse 3, he started again. And how did he start again? He said with his words. So, I'm speaking this evening to the broken-hearted, the delusioned, men who are discontented with where they are, men who are beaten down with the societies, men who are broken, men who don't know what to do, and who has falling so bad. Maybe you, you felt like you're backslidden so much, and you never thought that this Christianity thing is for you. You never thought, oh, I I can serve God, I can do things properly, I can please God, you know, things like that. And I want you to understand that the idea of a comeback is not merely idealistic. It is very much practicable that you can come back again. You can start again. You can begin again. So, now, look at something. I, I figured something in, in, in the scriptures that the scriptures open up with a picture of a chaos, a problem, an issue. Genesis 1, 1 verse 2. And it's a situation that needed a change. The situation for the, of the earth needed a change. So, what did God do about it? Now, this is God. Now, we, we, I want us to understand that this is God having to face a problem. God's first problem. The Bible introduced us to the first problem that God ever faced. And that was with the old head. He created the head, heaven and earth. Then verse 2, there was chaos. But what did God do about this problem? Genesis 1 verse 3. He said, Hallelujah. It says, God said. So this has become, now So now this is the beginning of the scriptures and I've told you in this short that in studying the Bible, you start from Genesis, right? So now that shows that in understanding the scriptures now, you're going to understand what Genesis was all about. That is, you understand that from the very beginning, how to start again is with your words. Because God uttered his own word to start again. He said, let there be light. So, he said, so and this has become a pattern for us throughout the scriptures in seeing God's intervention with humanity. So, Abraham's story will come to mind. Now, Abraham had the dilemma. Abraham had the situation. Look at in Romans 4, verse 17. Now, I'm using Romans because you would have all honestly seen Gen- Abraham's story in um, in Genesis. But we're looking at s- Abraham's story from Romans' angle now. Look at it in Romans 4. Let's see how do we how did Abraham's situation got resolved? Look at Abra- Romans 4, verse 17. It says as it has written, have made thee a father of many nations. Before him, whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things. Now, look at what God does. God calleth what? He calleth those things which be not as though they were. So, he says he calleth. So, he says he calleth those things. So, now, God's attitude is that he calleth. Well, you will say that's God. You will say, well... We look at two instances where God has done something now. You say, well, God, that's God. God calls it. It is God that has to call it. No, but don't forget, God brought Abraham on this. <laughs> he, got, he brought Abraham from this. How did He bring Abraham to this? He was the one who said Abraham's name will be changed from Habram to Abraham, meaning father of many nations. So by calling himself so, Abraham too will be calling those things. So that shows what does the believer do? The believer calls himself the things that God has called him. I say it this way. The reason why many people aren't living righteously today is because they are calling themselves a false identity. The reason why a lot of Christians are not living well, they're not living right, is because a lot of Christians still have the mindset that they are sinners. They haven't had the mindset that they are righteous. And they are not calling themselves that. So, we've got to call ourselves what God has called us in the world. So, look at in verse 18. He says, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become what? The father of what? May. So that means when God called him from Abraham to Abraham, I'm sure you know the story. And when he called him to that point, what did he do? Abraham believed it. He was okay, wow, this is my status now. This is who I am now. So he says he believed it. He became the father of many, according as which was spoken. So shall it be. Look at it in verse nineteen. He says, and not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, and was about an hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of at the promise of God through unbelief, and was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that that which he had promised, he would be able to perform. So what did Abraham do? Abraham put God's word on his lips. God has said this about me, and this is who I am. So when he saw the deadness of his body, when he saw the issues with Sarah's womb, he said, no, this is not what God has said about me i rather confess my identity. So, he was calling those things that be not as though they were. So, how was Abraham's fruitlessness, or fruitlessness now? How was Abraham's fruitlessness resolved by words? So, we can say, Abraham spoke his way out of being fruitless. Hallelujah. You know, I'm speaking to those of us who probably we think, how many of you met people in life who say, how many of you know that people in life who say nothing has ever worked out for me in life? How many of you have met people like that? I have never, I have never they call this thing, I've never had a good luck. Everything is always turning out bad. Nothing tangible. Once it comes to my hand like this, it dies. The solution to that is that you can come out of that dungeon by your words. So that shows, look at something. Let's say you have lived 50 years of your life not seeing a result. Look at me, guys. You have, fought, you have lived 50 years of your life not seeing a result. You have lived all the days of your life not seeing a victory. You can start again, how? Your words, and you will come out of it. So, Abraham came out of, Abraham was how old now? Abraham was 100 years. Sarah was, I think, about 75 years, right? Abraham came out of that fruitful fruitlessness, or not being fruitful, how? By his words. What did he do? He says, he called things, that be not as though they were. So he started seeing himself and calling himself, "I am actually." God has said, "I am the father of many nations." <laughs> and do you know that is happening today? Yeah. Hallelujah! Because today we still say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is he not indeed now the father of many nations? Indeed, God's word came to pass. God's word came to pass. Hallelujah. So Abraham spoke his way out of fruitlessness. So let's say you are someone, now let's bring it home now. Let's say you are someone, you are expecting, you you are looking at this job and you say, this kind of job is only for a specific kind of people. I have never fit into all of these criterias in my life. What do you do? You will speak your way out of it. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? You can speak your way out of any situation. You can call... So, now, let's go back to that Genesis. What did God do when he saw chaos... I, I need you to respond. What did he do? Let there be light. He called things forth. So when he saw the chaos, he saw that the earth was without form of void. He saw that darkness, and I've explained to you what darkness means. Unbelief, all of those things. What upon the face of the earth, what did he do? He said, let there be light. He called things. So how was the earth restored back? How did God begin the earth again? He spoke with his words. And that was light. He called it forth. How did Abraham and Sarah come out of that childlessness? Their words. So now, you can be barren in every aspect of your life. You can say, in my academies, I've been barren. In my business, I've been unfruitful. In my ministry, I've been unfruitful. I haven't been able to raise disciples. I haven't it seems like as soon as I have them like this, they just die. I haven't been productive in my business. I haven't been productive even with my finances. Life has beaten me blue bag. You know what? I'm tired. God does not come true. You can begin again. You can start afresh. Or you can start afresh. How? With your words. If you are following me to this point, let me see your heads. Oh, cool. So, words... Now, look at something. Look at Romans 10. Look at what the scripture told us in Romans 10, last half of verse 8. So, because what are all that we're taking to sinners? All of you in this church, uh, the culture of supernatural community church is evangelism. So, everyone in this church preaches the gospel. Now, imagine. What do you do when you go to a sinner? You preach the you preach to the gospel to the perseverer. Right? How do you do it? Your word. Now what? Look at verse eight. But what said thee, The word is 90, Romans ten verse eight. Even in thy heart. That is that is why. What we preach is called the word of faith, because when we preach the gospel, it inspires faith in the heart of the hearers. That's why you see that the writer of Hebrews used the word, he says, the word not being mixed with faith, did not profit them. So the words we preach are words of faith. So he says, even in thy mouth and thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. He says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Look at in verse 10. In now says, for with the heart the man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For what scripture sayeth, whosoever believeth on him shall not have faith. For there is no difference between the Jews and the Greek. For the same Lord which is rich unto all that calleth on him. Look at what it now says in verse 14. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, verse 13 now, shall be saved. verse 14, How then shall they call on him, on whom they have not believed? How they shall they believe on him, in whom they have not heard? How then shall they hear without a preacher? So now, what does the sinner need to hear today? The words of a preacher. And what does that word do? His words, is word of faith, and it goes deep into the hearts of the sinner, and it changes the man. Just through words. Look at that. the import of words. I, I'm sure you guys have gotten people born again on the street. I don't know if you have seen some maybe adding guys that as they, as they were first very excitant as you were preaching, but as you just, as you just preach like this, their body calmed down, and at the end, they just tell you, what oh, you said makes sense. I don't know if you, have, you should, oh, you should. I, I won't forget, there was this guy I, I preached to one time, and this was many years ago. I, I met him drinking and smoking in, they call it a beer parlor uh, then. And this man, I, I didn't even know properness of doctrine as I do now. But the little I knew then, I just preached to this man. It was one, well, the backstory was that I was coming from Favors High School then. I, I went to, because Favors High School, I could trek, I used to use it as prayer walk. It's quite a distance, but I could trek it to my house. I just use it as prayer walk and outreach day. So anytime I'm going to see favor, then in a high school, I will just take a very it's a very long walk. I mean quite a very long distance. It's not, it's not close to the house, oh very, So I'll just use it, I'll just be doing prayer work and evangelism. So, in the course of that, because it will not be entering deep into the late of the night, so I will enter into some place. There was this one man I will never forget. The man was very, he was like, oh, what are you saying? Leave there. I will break both of your head. I said, I was very young. So I said, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I said, sorry, sorry, so you just hear what I want to say. I said, oh yeah, five, five minutes, five minutes, oh God, five minutes. I we go, what's she, she doing? you go, I she, one, she one, My, 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 my belly and me, hey. <laughs> my belly and me means I will, I will break your head. Ha, he. <laughs> So it's like they now held me, they now closed the door. I won't forget that day. So uh, it, it was like his friends already saw that a preacher was there. And, you know, because they've drank and they smoke and everything, so they are very intoxicated, they wanted to do bad things. So his friends were already in that place. And I said, okay, no problem, find me. Oh, I don't know, very, I won't forget. These guys, you see that they were in, they wanted to really do stuff, they wanted to probably beat me, maybe wound me with a bottle or something. I won't forget this day. And I just said, I just sat down. And I started preaching in Yoruba then. And I said, have you heard of Jesus? Eh, Atikbo. Atikbo means we've heard it. That was new about him. I said, ah, he died though. I, I, I didn't even know much. I said, he died for your sins. He was buried and you rose again for your sins, they calm down. <laughs> I said, hey, you could you could literally see, it's like, how do I say it? You could literally see it's like they pour a cold water on somebody, and all there, it was just one person I wanted to preach to, but all the guys in those places, they could hear what I was saying, and you could see, that it's like, it's like something left. And they just calm down. And I say, I wasn't even done. They started dropping their. I was very young. They just started dropping their bottles. The guy was smoking and blowing it to my ear. I, I didn't mind. I mean, you can't be going for artists and be doing like this. <laughs> I'll be mean, blowing you and say, please can you stop? You're you not yet ready. You are not yet ready. A preacher was ready to bloody his hands now. I mean, to do everything that it takes for the gospel. But he dropped his cigarette down himself. I haven't even spent up to 10 minutes just explaining. And I, I was torturing with my Yoruba then because it wasn't as polished as now. So I was torturing, because I was still young. Um, just touching there. And, and you could see. And I said, Do you believe what I say? Ah, hello it was. They said, means, what do we do now? I said, give me your hands. And I held their hands and I said, in the name of Jesus, say after me all of those confession things. And I left them. And that was it. But you could see, they, you, they even started apologizing at the end that, ah, I you know, you know, ah, but Jesus, church only come, love, Immediately they were even asking me. the, the meaning is what mabinum ma, ma is do I'm sorry. And what church should we be going now? Are you getting what I'm saying? Why? I didn't. This was not even demonstration of power now. Just words. Words. You know why people are 80s today? They heard something. <laughs> Hope you know. Do you know why people are agnostics today? they heard something. To tell you that no word is neutral on its own. Do you know that? Even Netflix, they are speaking something to your ears. Ordinary comedy skits, they are speaking something to your ears. So no word is neutral because words are all we have in life. So for a sinner to get saved is via our words. <laughs> to th- so, so look at look, look look guys, I don't think you understand. Look at me now. This message I'm teaching to you this afternoon or this night is going to bless the lives of many, and it's going to change and transform lives. How? Just through my words. When you go out to preach on outreach, you use your word to do it, right? So why do you think? And how many of you you've gotten somebody born again? Ah, uh, obviously. Let me see your hands, just to. You have, because you have preached the gospel before. Why do you now think what comes out of this mouth cannot transform your own life? Oh, if it can transform the lives of others, it obviously can transform my own. So that means I can talk my way out of a problem. Hallelujah. I can talk my way out of debt. I can talk my way out of a broken heart. I can talk my way out of a shame smoker. I can talk my way out of that addiction. And say, no, I'm not addicted to this. No, I'm not addicted to this. No, my senses are working properly. And imagine I keep speaking God's word. Defying all odds even though what I am seeing doesn't look like it, just like Abraham and Sarah, just like what God saw in Genesis 1 verse 2, the head was in our form, darkness upon the face of the deep, I can speak my way to see a solution. Hallelujah. Why do you think the first thing that happens to you when a negative, when a negative thing happens is that you start speaking. Why do you think so? Why do you think that? When you are going through doubt, you know I told you doubt, fear, anxiety, worry, would die unborn if they are never spoken. Why do you think when you just have one doubt or one worry, the first thing you say is, ah, I am finished. I'm doomed. I'm a a nuisance. I had a bad day. I'm going through depression. Why do you think you alter those kind of statements? Because <laughs> your words are that powerful. Your words are that powerful. So look at in Romans 10. He made us to understand that the result of our salvation is through our words. It says, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Wow. So just so a sinner can be at home now and say, I believe the gospel. And that is it. He is now born again. A sinner. Somebody who have just maybe killed, maybe it's those people in the ISIS world, in the Al Qaeda, in the in the in the Boko Haram world. They just say, they just look at it and say, maybe they just read the tract and they just say, "Wow, I believe Jesus," and that is all. They are no more sinners. Why? With words. So we spoke our way into our salvation. I mean, if you know. Ah, oh, you did because you said you believe in Jesus. You believe in the gospel. It says confession is made unto salvation. So we cons- now, now look at where I'm getting to now. So we consent to God's power by repeating on our lips what is said. I'll say it again. We consent to God's power by repeating on our lips what God said. So that shows. When I say I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, what am I doing? I am consenting with the power of God that made me righteous to make me fully righteous. Let me use that word, fully righteous, in quotes. Maybe I don't feel like I'm righteous. I'm born again. I believe the gospel. So you see that thing that people call rededicating their lives to Christ is not true. Do you know the problem of those people They are born again, obviously. They believe the gospel. But let me tell you, they kept doing bad things and they they returned back to a life like they never believed the gospel. So what now happened? Their mindset did not agree with it that they were born again because they never spoke the word enough. That is why I said, and I will always teach you in this church, the foundational truth to the born again man is very important. That's why in this church, one of the things we first do with the born again man is business of Christianity. Go and start again, go to the business, the reality of gospel, the reality of your righteousness, the reality of your you know we we, we make you understand that righteousness. when we are born again. We spend a busy Salvation, We spend time with you on those our fellowship, world, because those are foundational truths, evergreen truths. He must know who he is now. So imagine when you were born. Now look at something. All of you that are looking at me. How many of you, the kind of gospel you heard, which I think you heard, when you first got born again, was a gospel of, ah, if you do anything like this, you are going to a fire? Okay. Do you know that you kept doing things, and the more you kept doing them, your heart kept getting hardened? How many of you got to that point point, said, everybody will still go to this fire, so why not let me enjoy my life? How many of you reached that stage? Oh, I did. I did. I thought nobody can please God. I thought we are all, even the preacher that is preaching is just wasting his time. Well, all oh, of us are still going to be in Zephyr. I you had that thought. There are times, I went to a high school that every Sunday, I'm not saying every, we have devotion almost twice every day morning devotion, afternoon devotion, chapu, three. No, four sets because there is mid midday. I hold you here is how you are going to hell fire And three this of success. <laughs> there was this brother. A junior boy. Every service, you want to give your life to Christ. This guy is standing up. Ah, bro, come. So are you not saved? We had to go and <laughs> fight the guy. But you were saved last Sunday. Yeah, I still did things. What did you do? At least we are all in this body school. What exactly did you do wrong? So, me, I now monitored him. I trailed him. So I will not sin at least this week. Dining time, I'll make sure that he comes to dining early. Because I was dining prefet. Social um, time, go to, you don't want to do social nights today. Don't worry, you don't have to. Go to the hostel and sleep. I'll cover out for you. So that you will not sin at least this Saturday. <laughs> I started tracking, <laughs> I started tracking his salvation. Monday, I wake up 5 a.m. I make sure that he was in the devotion. So, luckily enough, they now told me that I should be waking people up. So, me, I didn't like it because I wanted to be woken up too. So, because I need, before they get to my host, I need I <laughs> I'll have slept a bit. So, that week, I made sure that it's the host style, I get to first. Wake him up. You don't want to see, you don't want to see, you don't want to see. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> stand up, stand up, stand up, you don't want to sin. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, i walk him. Those I was I was well, doing devotion time. Hey, open your eyes. You don't want to sin. So that you don't go and stand up for <laughs> Sunday. After I did that for you for one week, the next Sunday. <laughs> I'm not joking. The next Sunday. Brethren? This, I won't forget this album. <laughs> Brethren, you can't live this life like that. Hellfire <laughs> is real. I just saw this guy. So if the, They have not even said what oh, to give a life the guy. The guy who did stand up, I said, ah, <laughs> this one is cost. <laughs> I said, this one is cost. Because I trailed you maybe there are things you do in the night before you sleep, oh, there was even one night I had to stay with him. Sleep off so you don't sing. Just sleep. Let me watch you. And I will wake you up tomorrow morning so you don't sing. This guy, ah-ah. Uh-uh. You wash your school uniform on time. You go to prep on time. You will ah-ah. Uh-uh. Even sometimes during prep time, I will stand up for my own class to go and check him. Don't dozo so you don't sing. <laughs> I hope again. I'm sure if the guy pick up this episode, he says, You know, Mercy, is this what you did to me? <laughs> because I was trying to help him not to sin. Because you don't, but the guy has been condemned in his mind that, you know what? I'll just keep repenting. And some people are like that. Every other call, they are coming. <laughs> they say, Between last week and this week, I've done something bad already. Do you know why? They have not consented. To the power of God by repeating what God says about them in their lips. A man who is born again in the scriptures is called righteous. So imagine waking up every morning and saying, Wow, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am holy. I am sanctified. I am justified. I am no longer condemned. Just like in Romans 8:1. Do you know what? Do you know what you are doing? You are remind. it's not just reminding yourself. But that's how to shape your life. Imagine you say, you know Ephesians 3 says we are the workmanship of God in Christ, just created unto good works. Imagine waking up in the morning saying, I am created unto good works. You know, that thought alone will not make you sin. It will make you do bad things. I am created unto good works. What emits from me is righteousness. What emits from me is holy. I don't know how to cause. You know some people have problems with Cursing people. They, they can't say up to test them they'll have cursed you out. They'll have used the F word and the heavy word. You're yeah, about saying, my words are pure. My words are holy. I speak words that bless lives and edify the life of men. I'm a changed man. I am born again. I live in the spirit. I am not, I don't live in the flesh. I don't walk in the flesh. I live in the spirit. Do you know what you're doing? You are consenting the power of God. It's like saying you are giving concepts to God's part to work in your life. So, that's why we have a lot of people born again, but they don't look born again. I, do, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because all they are feeding on, all they are hearing, all they are thinking, all they are saying are negative things are contrary to what the word says about them. Imagine a believer now waking up in the morning and saying, oh, wow, I'm still a sinner. Hope you know he is never going to live right. Oh, he is never. Hope you know, imagine a believer saying, I have a bad day. Bad things always happen to good people. That's why a friend of mine said it this way. I said, no, not me. Bad things don't happen to me. Don't do start it. We will start it. Bad things don't happen to me. Good things happen to me. (laughs) Bad things happen to good people. What's that? What what our devilly statement is that? Are you getting what I'm saying? I about waking up in the morning and say I'm not depressed. I'm full of joy. I'm full of faith. Good things happen to me today. Joy. You know, things just mention good things. What are you doing? You are consenting to the power of God. So, what do we do? It's just like salvation. What do we do? We consent to God's power by repeating on our lips what God has said. And we become a new creation. Imagine waking up and saying, I'm a new creation old things have passed away in my life. That addictions are passed away. Waking up in the morning I just say, the addiction is gone. I'm a new creature. As I wake up this morning, I'm new. You know, you are forever new. It doesn't mean that you are born again in two, 2000. Today, 2023, you are the old creation. No. <laughs> you are new all the day. As you wake up tomorrow morning, you are new. So it's a new day to start again. So imagine waking up today and saying, I'm a new creature. Old habits have passed away. That devilish habit is gone. I'm a new creation. My body functions properly. You know, speaking God's word to yourself, you will come out of every issue. So, what are so important? What are so important? So, this is the pattern set. As we have seen it in Genesis 1, we've seen it in Abraham's life, right? So, God's intervention, look at me, guys. This is very important because I'm about to close. God's intervention begins with our words. So, for God to come true in that issue. So, why does it seem like some people have sunk deep, sunk deep? Sunk deep. Sunk deep. And it's as though they don't want to come out of that situation again. Start using your words. You will see God's intervention there. You know, I told you. The power of God, miracles are not magical. I, th- I taught you that. God's intervention begins with your words. So Jesus said, as much as in teaching the kingdom of heaven or the influence of heaven and all those things, you see in Matthew 13, look at it in Matthew 13, verse 11 to 19. When he was teaching, look at it in Matthew 13, verse 11 to 19. Matthew 13 Now, look at what it says. In verse 11, it says, He answered and said unto them, because it is not given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them that is not given, and whosoever has said shall be given, and whosoever shall have abundance, and whosoever, blah, blah, blah. Look at verse 13. Therefore, I speak unto them in parables, because they are seeing not, they are hearing not, neither do they understand, and it is written to them, because people said are perceived. In verse 17, Look at him, look at, let's, let's just go to uh, verse 18, parable of the sower, where it says, year ye the parable of the sower, in verse 19, when any of you hear the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one, oh boy, and cast it away. He says, I cash it away that which was sown in the heart. It says, that which is received seed. It says, that he which receives seed by the wayside. Look at what it now says in verse 20. He says, but he that received the seed on stony place, the same is he that heareth the word, and Anon with joy receive it. Now he calls the word, Ed, the word of the kingdom. Now what was Jesus teaching us? Jesus was teaching us how God's supernatural influence works. Such that, do you know that I can teach you now in this service, the import of your words. And by the time you get outside, you are saying a negative statement. Do you know why? I'm going to teach you this on Sunday, how faith conversion works, especially from this text. Do you know why? Because you didn't, you didn't put you out to what I'm saying. So it comes, so, so let me explain to you. It comes in seed form of words. And in words sown, when you sow the word into your life, there is potential change and turn around. Is, look at what he says. So he calls the word a seed. So that shows what I want to see happen in my life in 20 years. Can I keep speaking it now? Because I'm sowing what? A seed. That's why you see celebrities tell you, or people who are not even born again tell you, I said I would do this years ago. I said I would pack out an old two stadium years ago. And it happened. Do you know why it happened? They sowed the word as a seed. I said I would have the biggest brand business, and I did. I said I will have this kind of car, and I did. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why? Because if you look at the parables, well, words are like seed that are sown. So that shows that I can change my life by the kind of seed I sow of my life every day. What are, What am I teaching you this evening? How to begin again. So let's say you are living a life or you are going through or you are doing things that you know, ah, this is terrible. How did I get here? I should never have been in this dungeon. What can you do? You can start again. How? With your words. Or you are in a situation, a terrible bad situation and you don't like it. How can you change it? Your words. Are you seeing it? What are I seed? If you look at that Bible, it says, When you sow God's word. So that shows that I'm saying I'm not stranded. Elk comes my way all the time. You know what it's doing? It's a seed form. I'm going to need it. So, can I start calling things that be not as though they were? Can I start calling 2050 and saying, before 20-something, before the next two months, I'm going to have this. I am going to be very successful. I'm going to, my business is going to go, you know what I'm doing? I imagine I'm watering that seed every day. Ideas will come. Because number one, you're even born again. You just be seeing you being naturally led of the Spirit to take steps as touching that thing you are saying. Connections will just start coming. Your, Your feet will just be going into the. Imagine saying, I'm raising faithful and loyal disciples before camp meeting. I'm reaching this amount of disciples and I'm bringing them for camp meeting. And I believe God for them. You know, there's nothing you can't speak, even your body. If you are obese, I'm not joking. I'm skinny. Keep speaking it till it dawns on your consciousness. I see my body as skinny. I see my body. I'm losing weight. Yes, you're obviously going to take steps, right? But I'm losing weight by the sweet. Sp- just, just see. I'm losing weight. I'm losing weight. I'm losing. There is nothing you can't use your words to change. I mean, absolutely no. That's why I give you. Even the one of obese. There is nothing. Maybe the world has said you are very ugly. How about waking up and saying I'm beautiful. I'm just very adorable. I don't repel people. I attract people. Hell comes my way all the time. How about saying that? The world has told you that, but you can change your world. What did the woman with the issue of blood? She says she had suffered many things of the physicians. So that shows that her problem was general. So if she turned left, the woman with the issue of blood, uh, that woman that had the issue of blood. But you know what the scripture says? It says, for she said. She didn't consider what she was hearing. But in our world today, we, we put what we are hearing in our forefront. If what I am hearing is not God's word, I throw it away. See, some of you just need to shut off social media and just speak the word. Just go off social media for at least one month and not watch any skits. When when say, show go off social media now," it's not saying you're not going to replace it with movies. So, uh, uh-uh. uh, it's that plus one minus hundred. You go off Facebook, but you and Netflix and YouTube. You go off Facebook. A, you 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 and YouTube and Netflix. You are still friends. You are always on it all the time. So why is, what's the essence of shutting off? Your shutting off is to shut off completely for all the entertainment and the juggles. So, Google stay, just stay off for everything. Just imagine all you're just doing is sowing seeds of God's word in your life. You want to be, you want to have the best business in the world, right? You want to have a top business where nations are coming to your business. Why not just start with your words? Do you know, I found out. Every great and successful person, this is the only thing I agree with motivational fear. They spoke it to being. It wasn't an apple star. When they sit, when they tell you, they will tell you, I told my parents, I told my friends I was going to be great. I was going to make it. I was going to have this money. So, what are like seeds sown? I can sow what? So that shows. For us as supernatural community church now, we are reaching the nations of the world. I'm, not, I'm saying this as a function of, yes, my faith, but a function of what I also know. Because I believe it. But let me tell you, it doesn't just stop with what I believe. Yes, God has told us. But look at Abraham. God told him, but he has to still say it with his words, right? So it's not, So what I'm saying is not as if I'm boastful or it's not as if I'm using faith. Yes, God told me, but I still have to consent it with my words supernatural community show we are reaching the nations of the world. Why? God said we are doing it. So I'm saying what God says we are going to do. Are you getting what I'm saying? What am I doing with it? I am consenting. You know, how to be smart as a disciple is just, the Lord said to my pastor, just as my pastor said, we are reaching the nations of the world. Me too, in my own ministry location, we are reaching the nations of the world. I am reaching the nations of the world. My cell meetings are betting nations. Abetting disciples, faithful, loyal, receptive men. I'm changing the lives of men, bear the word and the spirit. You know, how about that? Supernatural Community Church, the whole world will hear our voice. What I'm preaching, the whole world will listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying it because I wish it. I'm saying it because, yes, God told me that, but I am consenting it with my words. Are you seeing it? And you know what? His seeds. It is going to happen. Oh, obviously it is going to happen. Obviously we are going to raise mighty disciples, faithful men, teachers of God's word, men who are hungry for the word and spirit, men who will turn, raise other men. All color, all races will be here seated. We are not going to have a dichotomy. Hallelujah. Why? I believe the word. So words, so, and in words s- sown, are potential for a change and a turnaround. So when you sow God's word in your life, what are you doing? It's, it's going to be a potential. So now, I'll ask you a question as I close. Do you need a fresh start? I sure, I'm sure you do. Obviously, you do. Now, a fresh start doesn't mean your life are fresh. See, I have seen drug lords who were ardent criminals. Uh, last month, earlier last month, I went for a conference. And a pastor preached in the conference. And he told us a story. He said, him and his wife, they met in prison. They were both ardent criminals. That they were looking for them in the South American world. He said, but today we are preachers. He said, you know why? Look at what he said. He said, you know what? I, I heard the gospel in the prison. And in that prison, I spoke my way out of prison. I said, Jesus. He said, faith works. He was teaching us about healing and how to use our words on our body. He said, I was supposed to be in prison for this number of years because they caught me with quite hard currencies, that barons of drugs, all of those things, and I was supposed to spend quite, maybe almost rot almost in prison. He said, I spoke my way out of the prison when I heard the gospel in the prison. He said, I spoke my way out of it. He said, me and my wife, we met when I was still doing my drug dealing and all of those things, and we both went to prison. We both spoke our way out of it, and we are preaching to the same word today. So, there is no one who cannot start again. Now, yours can obviously, it's not saying you want to go and die and start again. It It can be, let's say you have gotten so deep into an addiction, right? You can start again from that day. You can start on the first slate and say, well, this addiction is gone now. I call you forth. Today ends your day. Today ends your your your, your mark in my life. I walk in the spirit. I'm stronger. I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away in my life. Old habits are gone. This is gone. Imagine saying it to yourself every day and saying, this habit is gone. This habit is gone. This habit is gone. Hope you know that's starting again. Hope you know you can start that business now again. Yes, you've seen impossibilities. You've seen struggles. You're saying, well, it's time to get on my faith game. All I see in this business is increase. This business is abounding. is working strong. Men, my business does not repel people. My business attracts more men. I call for things that be not... I call for money from this business. I call brand influencers. I call companies to come in this business. I call help my way in this business. hope you know that's starting again with the business. All right. How about your job? You don't like the job you want? How about start calling the one you want? Say, all right, I call this six, seven-figure paying job now. This is how it's going to work. It's going to be stress-free for me. It's going to help me do the work of the ministry properly. Okay, how about your academics? Okay, you've got through some turmoil and everything. Well, my brains are receptive. My, 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 my brain is this, My brain faculties are receptive. I can assimilate properly. I am not dull. I am not an idiot. I am very intelligent. I can read and understand. I can go through school and pass it properly. How about that? You know, how about that? How about that? So do you need a fresh start? God never tires in giving a fresh start. So do you want to begin again? In any issue, you are broken at, so a man broke your heart, jilted you. Well, start again. How? It's, it's not time to start doing Instagram memes. As that putting men has come. Fear men. Every, there's even every every one minute of your life use you it to fear women how women are there's, there's a trend going on now they say all women women are even greater cheats than men fear women and if that's all you are hearing in this world hope you know you will never marry a right person oh you will never you will never marry a right person do you know why because that's what your mind is conditioned to so when your partner just do, oh, you say, yeah, they said it. Fear women, fear men. How about speaking and saying words and say, well, <laughs> the, man I will, the man or the woman I will marry will be the best. The person is not a cheat. The person will have the fear of God. The person will help me love God the more, serve God the more. How about that? Receptive to the gospel, strong. How about that? You are creating things, calling things that be not as though they were. So you can use your words to create your life. You can use your words to create your world. You can use your words to create and paint a picture. I remember a friend of mine drew an AI a picture and said, ah, AI is generating pictures. I said, wow. So, that mean, so I responded, I said, wow. So that means AI hey, can create things now, a lot of those things. So I, I, I just thought it just taught to me, you know. Just like AI can create things that we can use our own words to create our world, to create what we want. But you know the problem? A lot of you tire out in speaking. No, keep sowing the seeds, it's going to come to pass. There is a law in life with your words. It says in Mark 11 24, it says, He shall have whatsoever He saith. Hallelujah. It says, If any man should say to this mountain, and do not doubt in his heart. And believe whatsoever the Lord says. He says he shall have whatsoever he says. Hallelujah. So we can begin again. Hallelujah. Then anybody say we can begin again. You don't sound like you, it. You can begin again. You can have a fresh start. So you see somebody who is beating, who has been in the ministry and backslidden, maybe 30 years of pastoring, closed the church. Oh, you can start again. How the power of God works with me. I'm going to be successful in the ministry. Nothing dies in my hands. I'm picking up again. Hallelujah! You pick it up again. You've been backsliding. Well, remind yourself that you were born again. You believed the gospel at some point. Say, some people say I was born again, but I backslid Well, start again. You you remember you God you gave you remember the time you received the gospel. You say, yeah, I'm a new creation now. I'm the workmanship of God in Christ Jesus created unto good works. I'm no longer condemned. Start it again. Start it again. Start it again. Don't say, oh, I'm just backsliding. I'm just backsliding. I'm just backslidden. Oh, Start it again. Hallelujah. You are a transgender. You feel like, oh, you have gone so far. You've, you've probably destroyed your body, taken out everything. Well, start it again with your words. Quit thinking how everything will come back. Everything will come back by the power of God. I believe in miracles. And that's why you believe in miracles too. You come back strong. You come back with your head strong. You can come back again. Hallelujah. Why? You can have a fresh start. Lamentation 3, verse 22 to 23, as I close. Lamentation 3, 22 to 23. Are you you understanding this? Lamentation 3. Some of you, I know you have never opened to that book before. Oh, next year, Supernatural Coalition, we are reading our Bibles together. Four months' Bible plan. So, all those done and dusted life will start again. Day two, done and dusted. We are beginning back again. Lamentation 3, 22 to 24. 22 to 23. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Ah, yeah. Because his passions fail not. Look at what it says in verse 23. They are new, what? every morning, great is thy faithfulness. So when I wake up again, so the fact that I can sleep and wake up the next morning, is it it, 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 a sign to begin again? Ah, yes. The fact that I can sleep and wake up tomorrow, it shows that tomorrow can be a fresh start. How about tonight? Write out things you want to start discussing, you want to start sowing as seeds. Let's do it, Right? And we we'll begin again. we we'll begin again on the business, the job, right? We'll begin again on trusting God on those things. How will this happen? With the words on your lips. So you think God's word in your heart and put it on your lips. So don't just know it in your heart and say, hmm, this is what the word says. What do you do? Put it on your lips. Put it on your lips. I have a teaching I taught years ago. Putting the word on your lips. Put it on your lips. It doesn't matter how deep the issue you're falling into. Play for me, I close. You will come out like Jonah. What did Jonah do? <laughs> Jonah spoke his way out. Hallelujah. Jonah spoke his way out of the belly of the fish. What did Jesus do in the gate of Edith when he died? Bible says he kept speaking. Jesus spoke his way out of death to life and he's alive forever. You read in Acts 2. You see what he did. He says, "He will not, even the book of Psalms said it, he says, thou will not leave my soul in hell. (laughs) So Jesus picked those utterances. and kept speaking. Oh Lord, you will not leave my soul in this place. You will not leave my soul in hell. I'm coming out of this. What did Jonah do? How was Jonah able to come out of the belly of the fish? Go and read the book of Jonah. Jonah put God's word on his lips. He spoke his way out of that difficult situation. How do, do you know what it means to be in the belly of a fish and not be swallowed up by it? How many people do you know has been swallowed up by a fish and come out successfully? <laughs> That's to tell you, no matter the impossibilities, you can come out with your words. Hallelujah. You, so before you fright, before you get to that place, you say, oh! things just happen suddenly maybe you are attacked speak your way out i will never die how we never die how we never die untimely death doesn't come my way you know accident don't come my way bad things don't come my way so it doesn't matter you can come out what did jonah do jonah spoke his way out of the belly of the wheel into safety What did Jesus do when Jesus died? He spoke out of the place of the dead to life. Hallelujah. So you can have a fresh start. You can begin again. And how do you begin again? You begin with what you say. What are you saying? Hallelujah. What are you saying? Speak God's word. And let me tell you, you're gonna have what you say. Hallelujah. So, what are you saying? What are you saying about your life, your business, your career, the shackles you've fallen into, the addictions, everything? You can begin again. Hallelujah. is see that God is so beautiful. We can begin again. How? With what I say. So that means what I say determines my life what I say determines my future. What I say determines the shape of how my life will go. So now, I get into my speaking game. So you can begin again. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet and worship the name of the Lord this evening. We can begin again. You can begin again. You can have a fresh start. You can begin again. You can have a fresh start. How? With your words. How about you just Speak words over your life to this evening. Speak words over your life. I can begin again. I can have a fresh start. Always. You struggled with that prayer life. You can have a fresh start. Say, I don't struggle with my prayer life. I don't struggle with my study life. You struggling with evangelism? I about saying I don't struggle with my preaching the gospel. I don't struggle with the things of the spirit. I don't struggle with visions, revelations. I don't struggle with words of knowledge, words of wisdom. You can begin again. Oh, yeah, you can begin again. You are struggling with that addiction. Well, you say, Well, I'm broken free from this. I'm broken free from this. I'm created in Christ Jesus unto good works. All that bits are gone. I am free. I am free from this addiction. I am free from these bad habits. I am free. I can begin again. I can have a fresh start. For that business, how about having a fresh start? I don't repel people. Her business doesn't repel people. Her business attracts men. My career, I'm successful in my career. I'm, I'm, I'm successful. I'm having abundance of finances. Reaching the nations of the world. Concerning yourself, your ministry, I'm reaching the nations of the world. My cell is reaching the nations of the world. My cell, My cell is betting nations. My cell is betting lives. My cell is changing the lives of men. Supernatural community church, we are reaching lives. Changing the nations. Changing the world. We are reaching lives. Every school. Every man. Every woman. We are reaching it. Reaching the nations. You can begin again. Oh yeah, you can begin again. You can. You can. You can! You can! You can, you can. You can begin again. You can have a fresh start. You can have a fresh start. You can begin again. You can begin again. You can begin again. Oh, you can begin again. You take another chance now on it. Take another chance on your life. You can begin again. I can have a fresh start. Oh, yes, I can. In every aspect of my life, my career, my ministry, my business, every aspect, I can have a fresh start. I have the strength to do it. I have the strength to begin again. I have the strength to start afresh. I have the strength to start afresh. I have the strength to start afresh. I can begin again. Oh, what? Even contrary situations come, I begin again. I have a fresh start. And I win all the time. I win. I win. I win. I win. I I am never defeated. I am never defeated. I win always. I win. I win. I win. I win. I win. I win. I will always triumph. 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 I will triumph all the time. I I am always winning. I am always winning. I am always winning. I am always winning 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 i win all the time supernatural combinations, we are winning 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 i win all the time i win all the time i will never be defeated i will never quit I win. i win i win i win i win all the time i win i win I win. I win over sickness. I win over diseases. I win over addictions. I win over troubles. I win all the time. I win. I win. I win. I can start again. Oh, give glory to God this evening. We well, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We honor you. your and thank you. We win all the time. We win. We are reaching the nations. We are reaching the nations. We are changing lives. We are reaching the nations. We are reaching the nations of the world. We are increasing. We are multiplying. We are fruitful. 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 We are reaching the nations of the world. Because we are winning. We are winning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. I can start again. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Sing and bless him tonight. Sing in the Holy Ghost.